You're listening to the Hello Lovely Podcast with Christy Williams, episode 90. You guys, it's episode 90. (laughs) I can't believe it. I can't believe that we are recording episode 90 today. Wow, I have so many feels, but for this week's episode, I'm going to get right into it. And maybe for a future episode, maybe for like 100 or something, we'll do a little celebration. I don't know. (laughs) Stay tuned. But just celebrating 90 episodes of the Hello Lovely podcast is big. But today, today's episode is all about the relationship with yourself. So often we want to feel good about ourselves, but are inadvertently saying and thinking mean things that we wouldn't think or say to our friends. And I have refreshing news for you. That changing that inner dialogue, that conversation with yourself, is simpler than you think. It's treating yourself like a bestie. Beautiful thoughts, beautiful way you approach talking to your bestie that's already in you. It's already something that's a part of you that you know. Thoughts you can think and access and share openly on a regular basis with your bestie. Because the way you talk to yourself is huge. Thinking is not limited to what automatically comes up in your mind, but how you respond back to it. So if right now you find that sometimes you lean towards more critical thoughts about yourself and your mind, that is okay, truly. I truly want you to know that if that's where you're starting, if that's been your experience, that is okay. And this episode is going to help give you a taste of how to change that approach Because thinking is not limited to what automatically comes up in your mind, but how you respond back to it, and that's going to be more powerful. Your response back to whatever automatically pops up in your mind. (laughs) So first things first, what are some common thoughts that bring us down? I've separated them in a couple categories here, and I wanted to call them out because sometimes we don't really see the thoughts or we don't see the sentences in our mind. We just feel the discomfort of insecurity or we know somehow we're like beating ourselves up. So I thought it would be a fun practice today to have a couple of categories and pull out what some of these thoughts look like. So when you think them, when you hear them, when you notice yourself say them or some flavor, you can catch them. That really is the biggest first step in changing the relationship with yourself, truly. So overall, the underlying thought generally is some flavor of, I'm not good enough. It's such a basic, simple thought, it's a simple sentence, but it can hit so hard and it can feel so deep and it can cut you like deeply emotionally. It can hurt emotionally to think that and believe it, that in any given situation, you're not good enough. Yeah. So this is totally normal to have this thought, to think this thought, to believe this is true. And I like to imagine this thought as a sentence that's just branded and seared in our brains. (laughs) And it's just going to be there on repeat over and over in our lives, no matter where we go, no matter what we're doing, no matter what we accomplish. I'm not good enough. Somewhere will pop up. And this is okay because it's not going to stop you from reaching your goals and feeling your best. When you know it's there, you know how to approach it. Girl, that thought is a sentence and you're going to be able to treat yourself like a bestie and talk back to it in a powerful way. So let's look at two categories. 
that I chose for this podcast. Two categories where negative thoughts can pop up. We can feel bad about ourselves. We can feel insecure. Some even refer to it as imposter syndrome. Um, And just break these out a little bit. So the first one is comparison. What might be happening is you're looking at other women. You're seeing what they have accomplished. You're like, man, I'd love to do that. And at some point, whether either in the process or before you even get started to accomplishing a goal or something that's similar, or even if you don't even want to do the goal, that can happen too. So many times we can use comparison against ourselves. We look at someone else, what they're accomplishing. We don't even want to do it. (laughs) We don't even want to do what they're doing. And we're still beating ourselves up for it. Like they're better than me. So that's one thought. (laughs) They're better than me, right? Another thought in this category of comparison is I should have that already. Like I'm working for that too. I should be there by now. She's better than me. She has something I don't. I love adding the flavor of this one too when this one pops up. She must have something like she's born with. She must have been born with some quality or skill or ability that I just don't have within me. Feels so true, yeah? I'll never get there. That's another thought. So yeah, these all feel super true. And when we believe them and when they feel super real in a given situation, they just hurt. And it's kind of like we're treating ourselves like our own worst enemy. I want you to think for funsies, turning this around and saying these things to your bestie when she compares herself. Yeah, just for funsies. Let's have some fun. So let's picture you're with your bestie. She's comparing herself to this woman who has accomplished these different things Your friend may or may not want to go after the same goals or reach the same results. And she starts saying, she's better than me. And you start saying to her, oh, she's better than you. She has something you don't. She was born with it. You'll never get there. (laughs) This is the first time I read that out loud after typing it out, you guys. And it just feels so foreign. Like you would never say that to your bestie. Yeah? And yet these are regular or some flavor of these are regular Things that we say to ourselves that pop up in our mind. Sentences. Sentences that when we can call them out, look at the ridiculousness of them. (laughs) On paper, we can come back to them when they hit hard and they feel super true in a given moment. So comparison is category number one. Category number two is ability. This is just taking your skill, your knowledge, your experience and using it against yourself. So thoughts that can come up that feel like you're treating yourself like your own worst enemy in this kind of case is it's not happening fast enough. What's wrong with me? Something is wrong with me. I don't know what I'm missing. I'm not there yet. Why can't I get this? Do y'all hear this? This is because it's real and I have thought these and I have felt the feelings that come along with these, yeah? But again, These are sentences and thoughts that likely you wouldn't use to share with your bestie, yeah? So let's figure you're with your bestie again. She's talking about her skill, her experience, her knowledge. She's not satisfied with it. And you're saying to her, you're not going fast enough. You're not there yet. What's wrong with you? Something is wrong with you. Why can't you get this? (laughs) Man, this is so much fun pretending, yeah? Because it's so foreign. Like the idea of speaking to her that way, just not not authentic, yeah? 
And so that's why they feel super true when you hear yourself think them or say them out loud is because they're, they feel authentic to you because you've said them and practiced them over the years. Sometimes on purpose, like sometimes actually out of your mouth, you've said something like something is wrong with me. Sometimes they've just been thoughts that we think in the back of our mind. We don't even hear or see what they are and we just feel bad about ourselves. So that's a large enough sample size to make the point, those two categories, comparison and ability. And ultimately, these are things we say to ourselves and don't notice the impact these sentences have on the way we feel. They seem super true when we believe them, yeah? And then we try to solve these issues. Then it's like, no, this is actually an issue. There's something wrong with me. I need to fix it versus seeing these sentences as optional. There's nothing to fix about you. And choosing powerful thoughts that put your focus back in a powerful direction. Because it's not the goal. It's not the achievements. It's not the things, the accomplishments that make you feel accomplished. It's the way you think about them. Truly. So treat yourself like a bestie and you will be satisfied with what you are and what you will accomplish. When you notice any of these thoughts or similar flavors of these thoughts come out of your mouth, pause. Don't continue that story about yourself. That you're not good enough or something is wrong with you. Treat yourself like a bestie. Taking the same two categories, how would you support your bestie? Yeah? So let's flip it around now. We're going to go back to comparison and ability. (laughs) And you get to imagine if your bestie was comparing herself, what you would say to her. Yeah? You are accomplished. She's accomplished too. You both are accomplished. I believe in you. If that's what you want to achieve, you can do it. Make a plan. Get support. Keep going. You got this. I've got you. Do you see how that's different than the previous thoughts? Because you're treating her like a bestie. Yeah? You can choose those same thoughts and tell yourself those same things on purpose. They don't have to come up automatically. They don't have to be something that's ingrained that just automatically come up. When you hear yourself telling yourself another story about how you're not good enough, you see these thoughts, pause. Then change the story to treat yourself like a bestie. We don't have to be afraid of our thoughts. We don't have to be afraid of what thought might pop up because it's not necessarily the immediate thought that pops up. It's how you respond, how you respond. Your power of response is stronger than an immediate thought that pops up. So these are ways to support your mindset. Thoughts that don't serve you keep you stuck when you repeat them over and over or believe them. And when you believe them, you're choosing to say, I know exactly what I'm saying to myself, and this is true. So when critical thoughts come up, they don't need to be solved. They don't have to go away forever. I like to think about thoughts as being a list of sentences in a catalog in your mind. And whatever thought has ever popped up at any time is in the catalog. And you get to decide which ones go on your frequently used page. You are constantly changing what's on that page and what's in the rest of the book, irrelevant. 
It doesn't matter what thoughts are available. The question is, which ones are you going to choose? You find yourself on a page where you're like, ooh, I don't like how this makes me feel about myself, right? Or I'm not motivated. You can turn the page to powerful thoughts, babe, at any moment. Choose a powerful thought to change your focus to a powerful direction. Now, this can be challenging at times. Let's be honest about this. We're not talking about switching immediately to be like, oh man, I feel bad about myself too. I'm amazing. (laughs) Okay. That is way too big of a gap (laughs) to bridge. And that is not the goal. So you don't need to go from a critical thought to yippee. (laughs) So we can take that pressure off. What you can do is bridge yourself from a critical thought to a bestie thought by neutralizing the situation. So almost picture in your catalog, you're turning to the neutralize page. (laughs) What do I have available in my arsenal to neutralize my thoughts? (laughs) For example, if you're thinking, I can't believe I did this, looking at some mistake you made, right? Or maybe no mistake was even made and you just didn't get a result you wanted. And you're thinking, I can't believe I did this. And it feels rough. Pause. Remember the gift of the pause. Hold on for one moment. Let me breathe. That's enough to make a tiny enough shift to stop you from going through the usual negative thoughts that follow. Right? Like that train of thought that continues on negative, maybe for hours or days. We're going to pause that train right here, baby. You might feel an urge to continue beating yourself up or even complain a bit here. That is so normal. So normal. And I encourage you, pause instead. Deep breath. It's okay. Give yourself some space. That builds a great relationship. Pausing, listening, not trying to fix everything someone says, not trying to fix someone like picturing your bestie. Like sometimes you just listen to her acknowledging what she's saying and you say nothing, but you've got her back. So just acknowledging how you feel and pausing for a moment to be there. Some of the most powerful moments we experience are when nothing needs to be said. Pause. That's the first step in treating yourself like a bestie. From there, you decide what's next. You can choose a powerful thought. What would you say to your bestie? Choosing powerful thoughts is a tool that pairs beautifully with balancing and feeling your emotions. That's why both are a part of my one-on-one coaching program. If you want to feel solid about who you are and treat yourself like a bestie, I invite you to a consultation. This is a 60-minute call where we talk about what you want to accomplish, how you want to feel on the daily, and what current challenges or struggles are getting in the way of that. Is it negative thinking? Is it self-doubt? Is it some circumstance? Bring it to a consultation. And I'll show you how to create a bestie relationship with yourself. (laughs) You'll know exactly how to feel yourself and build self-esteem. 
which will be the foundation to help you accomplish any goal that you have. Go to misschristywilliams.com and click on Work with Christy to schedule a consultation. The full details are there for you. That's M-S-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E-Williams.com. And I'll see you guys next time.